everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We have got a loaded show for you. We begin with the epic game between the Ravens and the Browns. Poop and rally, potentially, by Lamar Jackson, bringing his team back late. Incredible game. Incredible ending if you were a gambler. If you, like me, were on the Browns, that was the definition of a brutal beat. Also, Uh, We will have Barton Simmons talking about college football. The early signing day, believe it or not, is tomorrow. We'll discuss the Auburn job. Petros Papadakis swings by to hang out. So much to discuss, all that and more, plus top five, bottom five, but a lot of time breaking down a spectacular NFL Monday night football game. Encourage all of you to download the podcast and share it with your friends as you're already doing. And also, give us a five-star review. The podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 
What an unbelievable performance from Baker Mayfield. What an unbelievable comeback performance from Lamar Jackson after he missed almost the entire fourth quarter with what he said were cramps. Although I've seen a lot of men who have to run to go to the bathroom run before. And that looked like a clear run to the bathroom move that Lamar Jackson had when he went sprinting into the uh, into the locker room. It did not look to me, not that I'm an expert on cramps, I am a bit of an expert on pooping, like many of you. He was running like a man who had to sit down on a toilet. But it added to the pure bedlam of this game that down the stretch run here, we ended up with such an unbelievable classic between the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Baker Mayfield has come into his own over the past several weeks. This was a game that he could not have done much more in than he did. And the offense for the Browns seemed like it was flowing and moving and 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 everything seemed as if it were working. And then you had Lamar Jackson, the suddenly the Ravens are stalled. Trace McSorley looks like he suffered a severe injury on third down trying to run the read option on, let's be honest, there are a lot of bad football fields, it seemed, this weekend and on Monday night where guys couldn't keep their footing. This is the time of year where a lot of the fields are suffering, growing grass is difficult, but man, it seemed like there were a lot of guys slipping and sliding all over the field in Cleveland last night, Trace McSorley goes down with a serious injury. He's not able to play. Everybody is looking around and trying to make uh, you know decision. Oh my goodness, what do the the uh, the Ravens do in this situation with the injury potentially to Trace McSorley? When out of the tunnel comes Lamar Jackson, basically runs straight onto the field drops in a dime to Hollywood Brown, who actually caught this one because he had dropped an earlier good throw from Trace McSorley. And then you think, oh my goodness, okay, Baker, put your helmet on. Let's see what the Browns can do. And the Browns go back down the field so incredibly quickly that they left enough time for the Ravens to come back down and kick a field goal. And then if you are a gambler, As I am, and I know many of you out there are, I was sitting watching this live, and Dub, I texted you. This wasn't like Monday morning quarterbacking. There was one second left. I was watching it with my Fox Bet Live crew on a group text too, Rachel and Sal and uh, and Todd Furman, and I'll read you the exact text that I sent. Uh, I just... uh, Brown, I, I texted to my Fox Bet Live crew, Brown's going to give up a fumble cover here. And I texted to you, Dub. I said, uh, Brown's going to give a cover to Ravens here at the end. And you were like, oh, you didn't. I mean, I had a push, right? Because I, I got the game at three. So it looked like it was going to be a tough push, but whatever, 45, 42, whatever it was. And then, boom, they run the lateral play where they're just continuing to throw it all the way backwards, and then you get one bad throw, you're back in the end zone, and as soon as the ball went into the end zone, 
I was like, unless you've got Tyreek Hill back there and he's going to make like eight guys miss to get out of the end zone and restart the lateral scenario, you knew. I think it was Jarvis Landry, who's a pretty athletic dude, but even if you throw the ball out of the end zone, it's a penalty. There was no real play to be made there. Boom. If you are a Ravens fan and you had gambled on the Ravens to cover this game, you need to take like a month off of gambling because you just got the greatest Christmas present of the year. There was no way you should have ever ended up with a cover in that scenario. That is a gambling Hall of Fame bad beat. And I'm still not over the other bad beat we had, which was the uh, the overhitting in the Philly game against the Saints when Jalen Hurts fumbled late. But big picture here, I'm going to bring in Dub to discuss the, the gambling elements here in a moment. Big picture, this was a must-win game for the Ravens. And look, if Lamar Jackson doesn't come back into this game, I don't think there's any doubt that the Ravens go out and lose this football game. And if they had, they would have been really up against it in terms of the likelihood that they were going to make the playoffs. Now that we have completed the week 14 in the NFL, uh, the Ravens are out of the playoffs in a tie scenario with the number seven seed Miami Dolphins. But Miami has a tougher, I would say, conclusion uh, because they play the Bills in the last week of the uh, of the regular season, whereas Baltimore, I'm going to pull up their schedule now, Baltimore has the Jags, the Giants, and the Bengals, which you would think there is a very good chance that Baltimore would win all three of those games. And in fact, they would be a big upset if they lost any of those games. Now, the Giants could be a difficult game because the Giants have been playing a little bit better. But with the Jags and the Bengals on the schedule, uh, you still feel good about the Ravens being able to get it done and potentially find themselves in the playoff mix. Now, where exactly they would end up and everything else in that scenario still remains to be seen. But you have to feel good about the Ravens' chance to get to 11-5. and And right now, let me go ahead and tell you, because we got AFC playoff picture ramifications, the Chiefs would be the one seed they would get the bye. I've been saying for a while, as much fun as this NFL season may well be, I feel like the Chiefs are going to go out and win the uh, and and win the Super Bowl and win the AFC, everything else. And that's even more the case if they don't have to play in the wild card round and they get to, they get the uh, they get the game off. But so you got Kansas City in the one. You've got the Steelers as your two seed. And right now, your Steelers would be matched up with the Miami Dolphins if the season were ending today. Buffalo would be your three, and Buffalo would be playing against the Indianapolis Colts, and then the Titans would be matched up with the uh, Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns, as you look ahead, if you're a Browns fan and you're worried about your playoff chances, well, you've got the Giants and the Jets now back-to-back. What this stole from the Browns, I think, was a possibility to be in a scenario where they could win the AFC North in the final game of uh, the season because the Steelers are coming to town to play against them. So the big picture scenario here is very good chance that this win gets the Ravens to 11-5. and 
and potentially could set up, although we'll wait and see how all this shakes out, potentially could set up an opportunity for the Ravens to be going on the road against either Pittsburgh or Buffalo in the first round of the uh, of the NFL playoffs. Still a lot of moving parts out there, but Baltimore has no chance, obviously, to win the division. And so they're going to be a wild card team if they make the playoffs. But I think you feel good about getting to 11-5. and five. If you're a Raiders fan, this may have been the end of your playoff pursuit uh, because with Baltimore there now sitting at 8-5, and five, still outside, it puts a lot of pressure on the Miami Dolphins. In fact, I think if you're a Dolphins fan right now, what you would have to hope, again, the Patriots are coming to town. They haven't typically played very well in Miami. Uh, and then you go on the road against the Raiders. But I think if you're a Dolphins fan, almost what you would hope at this point is that Buffalo, who has been on a bit of a roll, that they beat the Broncos and they beat the Patriots, and they have already locked up the one seed in the AFC North, and they rest their guys in the final week of the season. Because if that happened, then if you're the Dolphins, maybe you could hope to get to 11-5. and five. Uh, I mean, there are just so many different moving parts, major implications, hell of a game, as good of a game as there has been in the NFL this year. In fact, I think it was probably the best game out there, uh, but just incredible all around. Dub, that conclusion, I read the uh, the uh, the text that I sent to you, all-time bad beat level, I mean, that's pretty brutal. That has got it. I mean, there's been some bad ones just in the last couple of weeks and I, I got to be honest, I was on the Ravens, so I was, I was on the good side of this one. But to me, I look at it as that was making up for my UCLA bet over the weekend. But yeah, that uh, that lateral scenario, I remember a couple years ago, I think it was the Chiefs and, and Redskins back in the day, had a similar situation with the laterals. It covered the game for the Chiefs, and it also took the game over. So it was a double woozy on that one. But yeah, that's got to be the, the beat of the year. And I think one of the interesting questions to follow there is who are the Ravens going to play as a wild card team if they now get in? Uh, because again, right now they're outside looking in. But I think if you project looking at the Ravens' schedule going forward, eleven and five, if they win their final three, as they are going to be a huge favorite to be to to, to do, they're going to be in the playoffs in the AFC with zero pressure. It's going to be the exact opposite of what we saw when they were playing at home, certainly last year, but in the year before as well, where you're, when you go on the road in the playoffs, there's no expectation of anything. The Titans kind of got hot with this last year. It seems like there's always a team that gets hot and pulls off a couple of wins that you wouldn't have expected. Titans went on the road and they beat the Patriots. Then they went on the road and they beat the Ravens. That could be this Ravens team. There, I mean, I mean, again, like if I just run through for you right now the playoff situation in the AFC, let's take the Chiefs off the board because I think the Chiefs are substantially better than everybody else out there, right? So, uh, so the Chiefs are going to get their bye week. But right now, if I told you that the Ravens were going on the road against the Steelers, would there be a lot of super confident Steeler fans about the odds that they were going to win that game if I told you that Indianapolis was going on the road against Buffalo would Bills fans be like oh we got this one there's nothing to worry about 
And how about Cleveland on the road against Tennessee? Again, how exactly this all shakes out remains to be seen. That Titans and Colts you know, run down the stretch over who's going to win the AFC South is going to be pretty fascinating to follow. Titans, you feel good about them beating the Lions this weekend to get to 10-4. and four. But then you got to go on the road against the Packers. Then you close against the Texans. How much? Uh, how many wins out there for the Titans? Can they get to eleven and five? Are the uh, are the Colts going to go on the road and beat the Steelers in two weeks? I mean, there's just so many different moving parts here to follow as we come down the stretch run of the season. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. When we come back, we'll dive into a few more of the stories in college football, unpack that for you, much more on this game as well. We'll talk about the Auburn gig and more. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It is Tuesday. We're reacting to Monday Night Football, but there is so much chaos going on right now, I would say, in the world of sports. And college football is right at the peak of that chaotic event. And I think that in general, let me just go off here for a moment. There have been a lot of bad decisions made in college football, but the Pac-12 takes the cake for absolute futility when it comes to the decisions, the timing, the choices that were made associated with Pac-12 football. First of all, they didn't play until November. They didn't make their own decision. They followed the lead of the Big Ten. And now their Pac-12, and I'm putting it in quotation marks, championship game is going to feature a team that went 3-2 and two in Oregon going up against a 5-0 and o team in USC. And there were a lot of talk about whether champions would have asterisks this year because of it being a COVID year. And I think many sports, if they did it well, the answer is not at all. Let me explain. The Dodgers won the World Series. I don't think there's any Dodger fan that thought, oh, this championship doesn't feel real. I think that Dodger fans were like, man, this feels incredible. I think Laker fans were like, hey, you know what? This is a championship. I'm excited about it. The way the season was completed in the bubble, if anything, it might have been arguably a better version of a championship in some ways, a more pure basketball version, no travel, no late nights, no crowds really to speak of. You're competing basically just against the guys on the courts. There's much less going on associated with that. And I feel like in the SEC, where Alabama is likely to go 11-0, and which would be two more wins than anybody has ever put up in the SEC before, where you've got a situation continuing uh, as you break it down. The ACC with Notre Dame and Clemson, whoever wins that game and wins the ACC championship is going to be an incredible champion. Same thing with the Oklahoma versus Iowa State game. All of those leagues manage to get everything done with crowds present. And so there's not going to be any asterisks associated with those champions at all. But I got to tell you, in the Pac-12 in particular, I think there is definitely going to be a ridiculous asterisk-like situation. And what I mean by that is, it's almost impossible for me to believe that if Oregon wins and they run out there to accept their trophy and they are 4-2, and two, There's no way out there that anybody is going to be able to say, hey, you know what? This team was the greatest Pac-12 champion we've ever seen. Now, I'm not saying that I would say, hey, take down the the trophy, like there's no legitimacy to it or anything like that. But in general, it's really hard for me to see the Pac-12 putting a 3-2 Oregon team into the championship game and thinking to myself, hey, this is in any way a legitimate champion. 
And I think there's also a large issue associated with the Big Ten, even if Ohio State wins it and goes undefeated. I got to tell you, did you see the news about Michigan? Kirk Herbstreit got crushed for saying that he believed Michigan might wave the white flag and choose not to play against Ohio State. That was before we knew Michigan wasn't going to play against Maryland and then before the game ended up happening, not happening against uh, between Michigan and Ohio State. And then Michigan comes out and they say, hey, our weight room was open on Thursday and Friday and Jim Harbaugh says they had a spirited practice on Sunday and yet you're telling me that you couldn't play on Saturday? I think everybody needs to rescind their criticism of Kirk Herbstreet, and I think he needs to come out and rescind his apology and say, actually, you know what? I got this 100% right. I didn't actually uh, say anything inappropriate at all about what was going on at Michigan. Because I think Michigan, based on that data, their weight rooms open on Thursday and Friday and they're lifting and they're playing on on uh, a practice on Sunday and they can't play on Saturday? That I'm sorry, that just doesn't add up to me. Dub, did you see that story about Michigan? If I'm an Ohio State fan, I am furious. And by the way, uh, Vanderbilt also just canceled on Georgia. And if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm not happy. They canceled senior day for Georgia But Vanderbilt was able to play for their own senior day against Tennessee and they got their extra points kicked and that's its whole other story. That was such a sham story, right? For anybody out there who's paying attention at all, that was such a ridiculous sham story because you ended up in a situation where Vanderbilt had a kicker kicking field goals who was good enough to kick 39 yarders and was good enough to kick 53 yarders and you're telling me that they needed an extra point specialist to kick extra points against Tennessee. I've never seen that happen before. But many of these cancellations, I think, do do they have COVID positives? Yes. But are some teams using uh, these these contact tracing and all the other stories as an excuse not to play? I mean, tell me. How you can, if you are right now paying attention to that story, right? Even if you're a dyed-in-the-wool Michigan Wolverine fan, how can your weight room be open for the team on Thursday and Friday? And how can you have a spirited practice on Sunday, but you can't play a game on Saturday? Dub, does that add up to you? Well, let's just put it this way. If Michigan was 5-0 and and they were playing Rutgers and had the exact same situation going on, you really think they wouldn't play that game? I don't think so. Yeah, well... Or if Michigan were 5-0 and and they finally had a chance to beat Ohio State and Michigan were a three-touchdown favorite, just put the shoe on the other foot, so to speak. Exactly. If, if Michigan is in that position, now ultimately the Big Ten ended up taking care of Ohio State, so it's not going to matter in the grand scheme of things. But if Michigan was in that position where they needed Ohio State to play and they finally had an opportunity to beat Ohio State and Ohio State's uh, weight room was open on Thursday and Friday, and then it was also open uh, that they had a practice on Sunday, are you really telling me that Jim Harbaugh wouldn't be furious beyond measure over that situation? 
I, I, I just I don't even see it as one where there could be a remote difficulty in analyzing the way that situation is set up. And look, I know there are many challenges, and you're listening to a guy who fought as hard as he possibly could for there to be a college football season. So I am ecstatic. I think that we need to be praising the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 as loudly as we possibly can for finding a way to do this and not just do it, but to do it with fans present. But when you actually break down what we saw here, several of these stories just don't make sense. And the fact that the the Pac-12 is going to potentially have a three, four, and two champion of the conference, uh, or the team that USC beats, they're going to be three and three, beating a three and three team to win the Pac-12 championship. I mean, it just doesn't add up in the larger context. And so, I do think there's probably been, and I think I'm guilty of this on some level uh, as well a focus on the negative at times in college football, and I think we need to be giving more praise. But I'm sorry, the, I feel bad for all the Pac-12 kids who wanted to play the coaches, the parents, the fans, and I feel like the leadership of the Pac-12 conference was just so bad that at some point in time, I always say there's something you can learn from every situation. And a lot of young kids listen to me uh, going into school in the morning with their parents. A lot of you listening right now. What I always say is train your mind to prepare for when you are in the leadership position yourself. And I'll give you an example of how I used to do this. When I was in law school, I would read every legal case that we were studying. And the fact pattern is right at the very front. And people who haven't been to law school, the way that you learn how to be a lawyer is by reading old cases. And I would read the fact pattern and I would pretend that I was a judge. Based on the fact pattern, I would try to come up with what I thought the ruling should be. And based on that scenario, I got pretty good at analyzing the law, right? Because I would look at the fact pattern I would know the law, and then I would apply the law. And after, as you spent more and more hours doing that, you could start to think like a judge. Well, One of the things that I think is instructive is look at the decisions that leaders are making and learn from them both good and bad. And I think you could teach an entire college course on how athletic programs, conferences, leagues responded to covid and the choices and the decisions that they ended up making and how those decisions either worked or didn't work. And I think the, the, the group that has made the worst decision in all of sports, pro and college, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is the Pac-12. I think all of the choices that they made as a group have blown up in their face and been disastrous to such an extent that I think you can make an argument that Larry Scott and all of the top leadership in the Pac-12 don't deserve to keep their jobs based on how they've handled COVID. Now, have they had challenges? There's no doubt. Have they had challenges that are more substantial maybe than, uh, than other areas of the country? Yes, because California, Arizona, Oregon, all those areas – they definitely have restrictions that are more substantial than maybe other parts of the country. But even with all of those restrictions, 
the Pac-12 decision not to be able to get back to play until November has been a disaster. And the Big Ten may be able to finagle it because if Ohio State gets into the playoff, a lot of people are going to say, hey, you know what? The Pac-12, I mean, the Big Ten season overall was a success. But the Pac-12 is an unmitigated disaster. And I think it would be a fascinating course to be taking on leadership based on how all of this has gone down. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I'm going to be honest with you guys, and if you've been listening to this show with me for five years or if you listened to me back in the day when I did uh, local radio in Nashville, you know there are few people who love the crazy coaching offseason more than I do. I love the drama. I love the fact that coaches have virtually no restrictions on them. 
that they can pretty much go anywhere at any time. In other words, like it'll never happen, but if Auburn offered enough money, let's say, to Nick Saban, he could theoretically leave Alabama and go to Auburn, right? I mean, they could offer him $50 million a year, and there's nothing that would restrict him from being able to do that. That doesn't exist anywhere else outside of college coaching where, you know, Coke, the CEO of Coke could never go tomorrow and take over as the CEO of Pepsi. Again, he won't do it, but if he wanted to, Nick Saban could leave Alabama tomorrow and take over at Auburn. And of course, this is memorably reflected in one of the great all-time Benedict Arnold-like moves when Rick Pitino went to Louisville after having been the coach of Kentucky which is just one of the all-time moves. So the reason why I bring it up is Auburn, to me, is one of the great unhinged absurdities of all of college athletics, by which I mean anything could happen. And look, I'm a Tennessee fan, and I will acknowledge that Tennessee is similar in some ways to Auburn in that anything could happen from one moment to the next. But right now, Auburn is, and, and obviously Dub is an Auburn grad, so I want to get his take on this. But Auburn has paid now, Gus Malzahn, $21.7 million, half of which is payable within 30 days, not to be their coach anymore. And that is a pretty remarkable move by Auburn. And now the uncertainty is, okay, what's going to happen at the Auburn job? Because Auburn people are thinking, okay, we got Mario Cristobal. Well, now, and we're going to get into this, the Pac-12 has made this ridiculous decision that Oregon is going to be playing against USC. Oregon, who is three and two on the season, has a chance on Friday to win the national championship. So all of that is utterly insane that we're talking about that scenario even existing. But then they talked about, you know, maybe the possibility was that Auburn was going to go get Hugh Freeze, and there's still a lot of different moving parts. And these coaching searches are fun to watch in general because of who could end up as the hire. But right now, it seems like, and again, I know it's early Tuesday morning and there could be a lot of different moving parts. And maybe by the time you're listening on the podcast, there's already been a decision made in this uh, particular job. But right now, it seems, Dub, like the move that Auburn might be making is paying $21.7 million for Gus Malzahn not to be the coach and potentially elevating Gus Malzahn's defensive coordinator, Kevin Steele, to become their coach. This is one of the all-time crazy moves. And I'm not saying that Kevin Steele's not a good defensive coordinator, but paying someone $21.7 million so you can hire their subordinate to now be the new coach is just an all-time in my mind. What in the world are you thinking? If this happens, I might like have a panic attack. It doesn't make any, that is an aggressive move to say the least. If you're going to pay Gus Malzahn over twenty million dollars to not be the head coach and just elevate a guy that's already there, in my opinion, <laughs> that's one of the craziest moves of all time. I mean, it is absolutely absurd. But in my opinion. This is what makes logical sense. Now, logic can sometimes be thrown out the window in these situations, as anyone who follows the SEC knows. But to make a move like this with basically giving Gus Malzahn $21 million to walk away, to me, there has to be someone already lined up 
and they just haven't announced it yet, just to, I don't know, out of respect for Malzahn, potentially. Um, uh, that's what I'm hoping and praying for, and that that's what makes the most logical sense to me. And I noticed on the betting markets yesterday, I haven't checked since yesterday morning, but they had Hugh Freeze as a plus around 250 favorite yep. to, to become Auburn's next head football coach, followed by Mario Cristobal and then, I believe, Billy Napier. Yep. So those were the top three. I would gladly take Hugh Freeze. I would gladly take Mario Cristobal. If either one of those guys becomes Auburn's next head coach, I will be pretty darn excited. If it's someone else other than that, I'm not sure that's an upgrade at all from Gus Malzahn. Well, the thing that's been, to me, the thing that is craziest about this is the timing. The, The money is crazy, but everybody gets all fired up. The school isn't paying the money, right? Boosters are paying the money. So buyouts, everybody gets fired up about the buyouts and what it's costing the university and everything else. Usually, there are rich boosters who they get together with and they say, hey, will you give us, will each of you give us whatever the math is? Like, let's just make it simple. Let's say that a guy gets paid $10 million and it's payable over four years. They get together and they say, hey, will you give us $2.5 million donation every year for the next four years to somebody wealthy? Maybe they split it up. Everybody, you know, two guys give $1.25 million each, whatever. Essentially, the uh, the donors get a tax write-off, right? Because they're giving money to the university and then the university uses that money as a method by which they, they make the payoff. So this idea that, that typically gets floated out there, if you have good relationships with your boosters and your big money people, that's where the money is going to come from, all right? So we start there. But what's crazy about this to me is the timing. Because, and we're going to talk with Barton Simmons in the second hour of this program from 24-7 Sports. Uh, he will be on a next uh, hour. But what's crazy about this to me is I just can't believe that they would make this decision a couple of days before signing day. Because again, I know a lot of people don't follow college football as uh, and love it as much as I do. But signing day is always kind of like a big Christmas present, right? So they've now set up an early signing day and a later signing day. And a ton of the top players in the country sign early now. So why in the world would any recruit consider Auburn at this point in time when they fired? I mean, I'm kind of stunned, honestly, that they didn't wait another week, let Gus Malzahn get the Auburn recruiting class signed, and then let him go. It's a little bit of a dirty move, maybe, uh, because it's not necessarily 100% free to the, uh, fair to those kids. But you're signing with a university, and if you really are excited enough to want to come to a university that you're signing early as opposed to waiting and seeing what exactly the situation might be later in the year, then I would guess that you really like the people that you're signing with, not only the coaching staff, but also the other players that you come to know on those visits. So I, I just find everything about the timing that Auburn has, uh, has embraced here to be a little bit crazy. I agree with you, and to me, bringing up the timing point is important because it makes me think that this decision to fire Malzahn was probably made weeks ago because Auburn beat Mississippi State. It wasn't a very impressive win by any means, but right to me, it was like regardless— And then you had Gus Malzahn dancing in the locker room right afterwards, which was great. Exactly. So to me, that game just didn't even matter. This decision was probably made a few weeks ago. Auburn could have beaten Mississippi State 70-7 to a la Arizona, Arizona State, and he probably still would have gotten fired. 
just based on the timing aspect. When, and, you know, I said I love – do you love the coaching season in college football as much as I do? Oh, I love it. I love, you know, people getting on the flight paths online, yeah, yeah. posting that stuff on Twitter. I, rem- I remember a few years back when Malzahn was on the hot seat, quote-unquote, yet again – I remember a bunch of the Auburn people uh, tracking Bob Stoops and uh, apparently, uh, you know, trying to figure out where he was going. So it's amazing. So here's the thing that I think is interesting. And by the way, we should mention not a lot of drama associated with it, but the uh, the decision made by Vanderbilt to hire Clark Lee, who they announced uh, Monday night. Clark Lee uh, is a uh, is a Vanderbilt football graduate, played there. Uh, also grew up in the Nashville area, went to a local high school, Montgomery Bell Academy, that is a, a, a super high-end, I would say, but also really good uh, private school. And so he's connected to the city of Nashville in a good way. He's the defensive coordinator right now for Notre Dame, so he comes with a good resume. Now, to be fair, Derek Mason was the defensive coordinator at Stanford, another elite academic institution, and he also came and went uh, to Vanderbilt and did not have success. So, I mean, all of those things are worthy of being you know, talked about, bandied about, but there was a lot of talk, and I think you uh, remember us talking about it on this program, about whether or not the COVID season would make it less likely that guys would actually lose their jobs, right, and get fired. And now, and I'm not running through in any particular necessary order, but Will Muschamp fired at South Carolina. They've hired uh, Beamer there to replace him. All right, that's an interesting move in and of itself. Uh, You have um, the decision made by Arizona, as you just mentioned. Kevin Sumlin gets absolutely destroyed by Herm Edwards. You've got Vanderbilt firing uh, a, a head coach in Derek Mason. You've got Auburn firing Gus Malzahn, and I feel like I'm missing one right off the top of my head. Lovey Smith at Illinois. Lovey Smith at Illinois. All right, those are all decent-sized jobs, and now I feel like there's probably still a couple of more that are going to come open. And remember, you still have the drama at Michigan over what exactly might happen there. And on top of that, you still have the issues surrounding uh, Tom Herman where he basically gets the, 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 the saved at the last minute Tennessee people aren't necessarily happy happy with Jeremy Pruitt right now as they get ready for their game against Texas A&M, but it seems like Jeremy Pruitt is going to survive right now into year four. So there's a lot of drama surrounding jobs, and I don't think that COVID has ended up impacting very many of the decisions. People have not gotten to keep their jobs because of the COVID-related issues. So... We'll talk about this more going forward just because I absolutely love the crazy coaching season, but we'll slide back into a reaction to Monday Night Football. Browns going up against the Ravens. What do we learn from the final game of Week 14? All that's still to come. This is OutKick. Thanks for hanging out with us on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. 
because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 